0: Hello everyone, it's Lana here, gentlemen, gentleman, and it's day 29 of AudioMo, so we're nearly finished. Um, yeah, special day today. Well, actually, loads going on. Um, it's Amelia's birthday. Whoa, slow down! Um, sorry, it's always the same child in Amelia's class who uh, rides his bike, break breaknecks speed um coming out of the um uh, out of the path without any concern for anyone who might be on the pavement um yes where was I yeah so Amelia's birthday today uh, she's 11 so we have a we now have a preteen with a phone be afraid, be very afraid. No, not really. Um, she's. Um, uh, well, it's, uh, technically, we'll be able to get hold of her now. Uh, obviously, that'll be dependent on her remembering to bring her phone with her. So, that'd be a new thing for her to practice. Uh, yeah, it's very exciting. Um, and she was chaffed a bit. Um, oh, thank you very much. Oh, wow, well, that's already made my day. Um, uh, uh, it's also our wedding anniversary, really. So, but I don't think we'll get around to celebrating that much. We never do because it's Amida's birthday. Uh, Henry's going up to a cab camp uh, later on. So he's all packed, but we need to get him off. Uh, my friend is uh, is taking him and her son and um, and then we're picking them up uh, on Sunday. So they have a couple of days. Um, it's somewhere else in Hertfordshire, somewhere the other side. So we'll see what they get up to, but it sounds good and at least the weather's going to hold. I'm going to be hot rather than the wet for a change. Mind you, I could do with a bit of rain. I can't be bothered to water the garden, and it clearly needs it. Um, yeah, so very busy. Um, so we've got restaurant visit uh, booked, and then we've got my um, formula's birthday, obviously. And oh, yes, and then. Uh, my friends put on a party, morning, later on. Um, so we'll be going there as well, yes. But then it's not going to get any better tomorrow because we've got um, two of Amelia's friends over for, for a sleepover, but first we're going to take them because obviously only have to do, it's not really just sleepovers anymore now, it's kind of a, um, more, more activity involved. So we're going to take them uh, to, uh, well, wow, the a lake. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see what that's going to be like because I keep trying to find lakes, or I did a while ago until I realised they hardly ever let you swim in an actual lake here. Uh, but I found one where that's allowed. Um, so um, um, see what that's like. And I might have found one then cool. that's one thing that's a little bit odd over here on the island. They've got quite a few lakes, but there's also pretty much every single one of them. There'll be a sign from the counter saying, oh, the water quality isn't really what it should be. I don't know, when I was growing up, we never really worried about things like that. Um, Nobody checked the water quality. Um, You know, um, if it looked looked super dodgy, obviously we wouldn't go in, but otherwise we just, which is, you know, it, it could be full of algae, it could be completely green, we'd still go if it was hot, which it invariably was, we'd still go, because that's what you do, just try and cool off, but you don't try and drink it or anything. Um, say so yeah, I don't know why there's so much more concern these days about legs, but I don't really know what bacteria go in and you know, whether it's industry or whether it's whatever but it was always for us it was kind of local law. So if there was an agricultural business very close to the to the um to the water, then, you know, the locals would kinda of, oh, can't we really go in? Or they would know what it would look like when you can't go in. Um but otherwise so yeah, I find it's very odd here. So we'll see what happens. But that means we've got a uh, a very busy couple of days and obviously picking up Henry and and then by Sunday I think we're all going to be knackered. <laughs> um, but luckily that'll be the busy busy side over and then from next week it's just going to be normal busy because work's busy too. Um, so I'm going to have a tidy and cleaning blitz today and then I need to set everything up for the sleepover tomorrow and then hopefully it'll all go well. Um... Um, But yeah, Emilia's very excited. Um, As you can imagine, um, she's been wanting a phone forever. And of course, because her birthday is right at the end of the year, everybody else has already got one, especially those with older siblings. Um, That's what happens when you have an older sibling, you get stuff sooner. Um, So yeah, otherwise... um, it's a bit chilly this morning in the shade. I mean in the sun it's alright. Um but the sun's already out, the sky is blue and clear, so it's looking absolutely gorgeous out there. But yeah, it's uh, the air is still a little bit chilly, but it'll warm up um later on, I'm sure. Um so we're having we're having actual summer weather, which is fantastic. Um you know, last night it was a little bit cloudy, which was which was actually really <laughs> nice. Come to think of it, so yes. Um, anyhow, um, that's probably it from me. Um, uh, my quick Twitter look was kind of well. There's always things going on, isn't there? Um, uh, let's just see. Uh, can I remember? Because <laughs> it's all looking a little bit bleak. Oh yeah, I saw this thing that apparently the EU is preparing for No Deal, but they're sort of secretly making sure that, um, for I mean, it, it's it wasn't quite clear the next hours or days or weeks, um, so we wouldn't fall off the cliff. Even though it wasn't quite clear whether they're, I mean, I whether they're doing it so that um the people over here don't starve or whether they're doing it for their own benefit because um they can't comp- they can't be sure even though they've been advising their companies uh what to do um but they can't be sure either that everybody will be ready for next year um and you know what about the plane that is in the in the air uh at midnight and wants to land just after the next day you know what what what's the the regulation going to be kind of thing so um so apparently they're preparing something but it's all very secretive um, and not a lot of people know about it, and well, this was an article in the f t um but yeah, it wasn't quite clear, but they don't want to destabilize Theresa may by making it very obvious that that is what the country is going towards um with with her policy of of not coming up with anything oh yeah, so that's um that's it isn't it? It's the European Council meeting that started yesterday yesterday and today um and um yeah, oh, that's true. Actually, I saw um, I scoured the um, the the news for work, and yeah, I came across a few articles where they um, they saying that European leaders weren't particularly impressed that Theresa May still doesn't know what she actually wants from the future relationship, and I think this is the difficult thing. If you if you actually say what you want, then that'll you know the other party knows what what to do and you can start to come to some kind of arrangement but because she's just dragging it out and and kicking the can down the road and not actually saying anything nobody knows what to deal with um and then of course there's still the um the cakeism theory um where she's still making it sound like this is an equal negotiation um which is which is just stupid (laughs) um and, and it's, it's just, I don't know, I still don't understand why Brexiters don't don't get that, whether they really believe that or whether that's just what they tell um, the gullible muscles who haven't been educated on how the EU actually works, um, at least in a sort of a basic sense. Um, but yeah, the car analogy is always a good one. Um, you know, the EU knows full well that the, the lease of our car is up on the 29th ninth of March, that's what the UK has itself decided. That's when it wants to give the car back, the old car. Um. Um. But the UK still thinks that that the dealer is going to give it a good deal, um, knowing that it won't have a car after a specific date. I mean, if if you know that, I mean, you know, this kind of thing only works um, if if the dealer doesn't know what. Is going on with you, and you know, and you can, you can, you know, the the whole walking away without a deal is just, yeah, okay. If you don't give me a good deal on this car, I'll I'll walk away. I still have my car, and I go somewhere else. But the thing is, the dealer already knows that we won't have the car anymore. So I don't quite understand why should the dealer give you a, you know, and you keep threatening. We we're gonna walk away. We might just wonder. We might want to walk away. How is that threatening the dealer? I just really don't get it. Um, but I think that's still the reason why the EU is being secretive about it, because, OK, so not wanting to destabilise Theresa May as leader if more people find out from them what a dangerous situation we're going towards. Um, but the other things also, obviously, they, um, the UK keeps saying we want no deal, we want no deal. So the EU don't want to be seen as, um, you know, oh, we're going to prepare um, something, um, so to make it easier for the, for the UK, um, uh, but also for their own companies. They don't want them to think, oh, you don't need to prepare because, you know, we'll be dealing with things. It'll be fine. So it's all very precarious. We should know more by the autumn, but, um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, um, Theresa May is going on, oh I already said that, she's going on 6th of July, so that's next weekend isn't it, I mean that is already stupid, she knew this council meeting was coming up, but she waits till afterwards, I mean with that woman it really is, everything is just clinging on to power for one more day, Um. oh yeah the other thing was that there's sort of more and more of those, of those um, zealous Brexiters, right, so Rees Mogg, um, his investment firm is setting up in Dublin, then Lord Ashcroft, which was a leader of the Leave campaign, um, then wrote a blog this week saying, "Oh, you sh-, you know, companies should should go to Malta to keep uh, an EU base." Um, Redwood quite a while ago, and he's particularly moronic, um, but quite a while ago he already advice because he's he, he's involved with an investment firm he advised clients to take their money out of the UK and go into the EU um so it really does make you think doesn't it so it's all about and then his stories came out about um shorting off the pounds on the referendum night um and it just really you, you really wonder well who's this supposed to benefit not the little people um oh yeah Jeremy Corbyn was on the on the program i can't remember what it was now i just saw um a video clip uh, where he said he's he's against the single market against the customs union against freedom of movement so it makes it very clear that oh yeah and he said that there's a there's a there's a small minority or what he said um of of labour voters are for brexit um i think he also admitted that the um the majority are for um for the EU, um, but he said because of this minority, he's going to be, you know, he he's for for leaving single market, customs union, etc. Um, I don't know. I think I think Labour voters also need to wake up. There's, there's it's something very strange going on in this country with political parties. Um, it's almost more. I hear more from Tories who. We say, oh, I used to vote Tory, but now they're just this this is just not right what they're doing, so I'm gonna vote something else. But there's so many and Lib Dems, the Lib Dems not forgiven for tuition fees, because they said they weren't gonna bring in tuition fees, but then they had to get they, they went into coalition with the Tories. So everything they did bring in that was good, nobody mentions that. Um and everything they mitigated that would have been a lot worse without them, nobody mentions that. But the fact that they brought in tuition fees, that's the big thing. You, you keep hearing that. No, I'm not going to vote Lib Dem because of tuition fees, you know. And it's like, OK, but you're going to vote Labour. Well, what about the Iraq war? You know, nobody says that. Oh, I'm not going to vote Labour because of the Iraq war. Um, even though, you know, they just, oh, no, that was Blair. You know, that's fine. But now it's Jeremy Corbyn. So there's a real cult going on around Jeremy Corbyn. And there's so many uh, Labour supporters who go, oh, yeah, yeah, no, he's he's playing the long game. Yeah, he's just he just has to go along with this. But, yeah, he was just playing long. Um, and they just don't seem to realise that, no, Corbyn, for his own ideological reasons, wants to leave the EU. And that's why he's saying no to the single market, no to the customs union, even though this is what's going to cost people jobs. And a lot of jobs have already been lost. And a lot of companies have been out over the last few weeks saying that they're going to leave, and that's going to cost more jobs. I've not heard because Jeremy Corbyn say anything about that yet. He just has his his, um, his fab ideological ideas, you know, and um, and people fall for that, but nobody asks, well, where are you going to get the money from? Because if you pursuing the path you are with Brexit and the economy is going to tank, where are you going to get the money from to, to have all those fabulous public services? He's got the right ideas, but he's pursuing Brexit which means there's no money left over for any of that. Um, uh, but it was very clear from that that the man is for Brexit. And I just wish the Labour supporters would wake up to that and go, right, if I, if I want to stay in the EU, if if I support being in a single market in the customs union, then Jeremy Corbyn's not the man for me. But it's also interesting in the Labour Party that um, they're suppressing... It's because the majority of Labour voters apparently are for, for being the EU, they're suppressing those opinions. It's like the conference last year where they didn't have a vote on it. They just said, no, we're not going to vote on it because they knew which way it's going to go. Um, so it doesn't look very democratic either. It looks like its own cult. Um, and from some of the ideas I've seen bandied around from the Corbyn supporters, it just looks like they want to go towards what the GDR was like. And I'm thinking... <laughs> That's not gonna make me road Labour. Thanks. I've I've been there, done that. Um, don't really want to go back to, to five year plans and shortages of of all sorts of things. Thank you very much. Um so yeah, but I just um I think a lot of I mean, looking around and my friends, lots of people are just too too busy and in their own lives, catching up with well, what's going on there. So they don't they don't take enough of an interest in politics and what it all means. Um, Or they're just fed up with it. Um, But there's also some cognitive dissonance going on. Nobody wants to acknowledge, you know, what is actually going on or what can you... Or some kind of impotence. It's like, well, what are we actually going to do about it? It's so frustrating. But you don't want to... I mean, we did this in yoga this week. You don't want to ask certain questions because you know you might not like the answer. Or once you have the answer, you might need to do something about it. Um... And I think this is very true of, of politics. Maybe a lot of people don't want to ask the question because the answer means they would have to take some kind of action. But I don't know what action is left open to us. You know, the protesting um, on Saturday, I'm not sure what that's, Um, if that's achieved anything. I mean, the, the politicians certainly not, you know, the the ones who are not convinced so far, they're not looking at it. Um, they're... they're you know, a huge number of petitions on all sorts of things. But it's like, what's it going to take? Um, you know, can, can people turn this around? Um, because all we hear is, oh, yeah, but two years ago, 17 million voted for this. Yeah, but, you know, that's why it's this people's vote. You know, just let the people decide now, now that they know. Um, or rather, once uh, once it becomes clear... Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, that's it for now. Um, thank you very much for listening and, um, I'll speak to you again soon. Well, tomorrow, hopefully. Bye for now.